Hi, I'm Susie, and I have pink hair. And I'm Alexis, and I'm wearing Crocs. Crocs and a hat covered in pins. And you're listening to Jawbreakers, the universe's best podcast. The universe's best podcast. Every episode, we look at celebrities and musicians to find fun little tidbits and conspiracies you won't see in magazines. We follow snack food mascots like Mr. Peanut and the Keebler Elves to make sure they're staying in their lane. And we do it all while eating candy and hitting jewels. And we do it all while eating candy and hitting jewels. Jawbreakers. <laughs> no, it's fine. As promised, this week we have the story of our big move to Pittsburgh. We just sat at our table and told it, and it's all right there. On a side note, separate note, I am going to dive back into the Stephanie Meyer Ruined My Life podcast, and if you have opinions about Twilight, please email me, uh, network at gmail.com. I know that the movies are now on Netflix, so they're really easy to watch. If anybody's watching them and has some fresh opinions, thoughts, whatever, please email me. I am really looking for more feedback. Or um, you can also send like a voice memo or something through the email, and then I can include it in an episode if it's like worthy, I guess. Um, you can, so yeah, do that, please. Also, you can feel free to send any sort of feedback. We didn't actually get to address any of the emails we've gotten so far. We're going to do that next week. Yeah. So, uh, Instagram at Nurmer Nurmer still, even though the show is now called Jawbreakers. Twitter at Nurmer Nurmer because it represents the entire podcast network. Woohoo. Uh, yep. So this is Susie. Enjoy the episode. You're going to love it. It's pretty good. Bye. has the address on there that's so weird mine says common crow books really yeah mine says five you can bleep that out i just doxed us (laughs) (laughs) um (laughs) oh the thought of eating the strawbreaker (laughs) oh i forgot about that part okay i'm just gonna lick it a little you're not gonna bite it Mm, probably not gonna bite it. We gotta get a one eight hundred dentist sponsor. We really do. <laughs> okay, so where do we start? So we're watching eleven twenty two sixty three. Which, if you haven't seen that show, it is a Hulu original miniseries based on a Stephen King novel, starring James Franco. And the premise is that he has to go back in time. He has an option to go back in time to prevent the Kennedy assassination. It takes him back to 1960 every time. So he has to live all the years. Right, until 1963. Yeah, but anyways, a big part of the storyline is like, you when you try to mess with the timeline of where you're not supposed to be, then the past will try to stop you from messing with the timeline. So... I feel like this is relevant because, <laughs> well, it'll come up again later, right. but 
you know, sometimes it, the show's kind of interesting to me because you like are messing with timelines all the time, kind of, and making choices. Right. Why did you? I wanted you to see it because you got that um, book. Why'd you get that book? Just cause. Yeah, just cause. Uh, it was Lee a book about Lee Harvey Oswald, basically trying to prove that he is the one who killed Kennedy. Right. So in the show, you get to, like, know him and stuff. So I think that's why you wanted me to see it. Pretty good show. Yeah, 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 yeah. But the book is called Case Closed. It's, like, about... It's basically just debunking every possible conspiracy theory because there's so many obvious conspiracy theories because of how weird that assassination was. Sometimes shit just lines up, and probably it was just Lee Harvey Oswald. (laughs) (laughs) It, like a lot of things lead to just being like it probably just was him and that's hard to believe because how the fuck did he pull that off but it was just a bunch of things all lined up right and he did it right yeah so in the show they're trying he james franco's just trying to unline them <laughs> james franco his character was the worst yeah i used to love this character so much and I don't know what has clicked in my brain, but I think he's a pervert. I think it has to do with Twilight. You think so? Yeah, because I think, like, okay, we all loved Twilight when we were 12, 13, you know, whenever it came out. Mm-hmm. We were all obsessed with Edward and Jacob. But now everyone's pretty much on the same page that Edward's a monster. <laughs> yeah, he's a complete pervert. Right. So I he's think. He's a hundred. He's 100. (laughs) And, uh... (laughs) I don't know. I think realizing how bad he is... Has helped open our eyes. Because, like, Jake Anderson, who's the guy that James Franco plays, he just really gives off Edward vibes. He really does. Yeah, he's got that Edward charm. Right, like, he's just And he's basically... He's not 100 years old, but it's something funky, you know? Right, there is a timeline thing happening that is weird. He's like negative 15 years old. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, he definitely has like a weird power thing because he's a time traveler, so he knows more. You know, Also, he's just messing with all these people's lives and he could just go home. Yeah, should probably just go home. (laughs) Yeah. The picture of him on this 11-22-63... Like Google search, he looks like a Guido. Look at this picture. Oh, wait, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? He does. Why does he look like this? Anyways, so I might finally be uh, staging out of my what? James Franco. Oh, obsession. you think you're? I might be. Moving I might be. on. I know that I'm about like three years late to his cancellation, but. You know, yeah, I've been working. I've been trying to process for a while. Uh-huh. I think I'm finally ready. <sighs> yeah, okay. So we watched the show. We are in the, in my apartment in Germansburg. And there's boxes everywhere. No furniture, really. None. We sat at my dining room table, which had been moved into my living room. <laughs> because my couch is gone. <laughs> and um, so one of the last things we did. And then we needed a moving truck. And then we needed a moving truck. So we tried, you know, obvious. U-Haul. U-Haul. That was what I was planning for months. Right. Called them. No, I set up a whole thing. And it was like days before. We didn't try to... 
I mean, I obviously it should have been sooner. Right, but it was not the day, the day before. Right, it was exactly. Like close to a week before. Right. And I set up an appointment to pick it up on the 1st of August. They said they had none. 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 They called me the next day and said, we have no U-Hauls. And I was like, okay, like, do you have, where can I go to get one? Like, I was thinking I could go to Northern Pennsylvania. I could go up to Rochester. Like, I could go find a U-Haul. Right. I understand if Ithaca or the Trimmonsburg location doesn't have the size we need. Right. But she said, no, there's none in the entire state of New York. Yeah. Also, the size we need, just an average U-Haul. Yeah. You know, not a van. Not a van. But, like, maybe, like, a... a not a box truck. It's not what we needed. Not a box truck. No, no, never even on the table. No. I already had, like, gotten rid of my couch. I wasn't planning on bringing most of my furniture. Like, I, you don't really have furniture. Yeah. You had fit everything in a 10 by 10 storage unit, so I right. knew that that... I knew how much space your stuff would take up. Right. And, yeah, so we ended up trying to... we. They said they could reschedule the U-Haul for a couple days later, but they couldn't guarantee that anyone would actually return a U-Haul to New York. Right. Which, didn't you say someone said that people are just moving out of New York and California? Yeah, so a lot of people are moving out of New York and California, so they're taking the U-Hauls, but then they're leaving it to whatever state, I don't know, Arizona and Texas? Yeah, I think so. People are moving to? Yeah. And so, now California and New York don't have any u-hauls apparently and if we're any example we did plan on picking up a u-haul in new york and leaving it in pennsylvania yeah so, that was the whole i do think maybe i don't work for u-haul maybe they could have a couple employees drive some trucks to new york i don't know yeah <laughs> something there's gotta be a way to work yeah. this out yeah so then you knew that you could go through enterprise and we're both of rental car age uh-huh Sure, we don't get an extra fee. Right. Um, I didn't even know Enterprise had trucks. I... I don't know how you knew that. I don't know how I knew that either. I've never <laughs> rented a truck before. Did you look at any other websites? I looked at budget, mm-hmm. and it was like... A, not on a budget? Yeah, it was like Jeff Bezos' budget. <laughs> <laughs> it was super expensive. So, yeah, I don't even know. I don't know if maybe I Enterprise came up when I Googled it. But we are we were able to find one in a couple of days. So, like, we still couldn't get it on the first. Mm-hmm. Which, in retrospect, like, we could we should have planned better for an August 1st move. Yeah, I agree. But I didn't... I thought they would always be available. I thought... Yeah. I thought there okay, would... But, I didn't realize there would be a shortage. Even though I know that it's August 1st. So that's oh, a popular time. Also, though, like, we drove by the U-Hauls in our town... In Ithaca, and they, they appeared just, to have vehicles. They had vehicles. So I don't know what their fucking problem is. Yeah. Well, she said there was none in the entire state of New York, and she meant it. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, U-Haul total bust. But then Enterprise, we got a twenty-six foot box truck, which, just as a word, I knew was big, but I just knew big. Right. They were out of the twenty-four foot trucks we were i thought we were trying to get like a 20 well i was trying to get not even a box truck i was trying to get let me see i mean 24 foot would also be pretty gnarly it would have still been ridiculous yeah so 
I didn't realize, like, box truck was not in my vocabulary a week ago, but it's <laughs> straight up a semi that's shorter. So a semi is 52 feet long. It is as tall as a semi. It was literally 12 and a half feet tall. Mm-hmm. Runs on diesel. You have to climb up steps to get into the seat. <gasps> it has an air brake so that, like... <laughs> I didn't know I didn't know that the sound I was hearing was an air brake. I just learned what an air brake was. But mm-hmm. like when you hear of semi park and it does that like release of like it's a, it's a brake. Anyways, so it's that but slightly it's like half the length. So that would the only tr- trucks they had available were that mm-hmm. and like a cargo van. Right, and a cargo van is not going to work. Right. A cargo van would never fit all of our stuff, even if, like, I got rid of all my furniture. So we were like, fuck it. <laughs> fuck it. Let's get a box truck, see what happens. Big adventure. Ha ha ha. It's going to be a huge truck. <laughs> it's going to be a huge truck. And then, sure enough, we get to Enterprise. By the way, not the local Enterprise. Right. Also had to drive an hour and a half away. Yeah, like two counties over <laughs> to get an Enterprise truck. And the worst part was they wanted us to return it. Uh huh. They weren't except they weren't doing drop off in other states. Right. They wanted us to return it to New York, which um, we did, but that's later down the line. <laughs> <laughs> so we had planned. We filled. We got the truck. <laughs> we got the truck, and we were gonna fill it and drive it the next day. I was driving the truck for the most part. Mm-hmm. We took it to my house. Wait, but also. So it's a twelve. It's twelve and a half feet high. Mm-hmm. Literally right outside how you get to the truck pl- rental place, there was a bridge that was eleven feet high. Right. And the, thankfully he warned us. Yeah. Yeah. So the guy was like, "Don't drive the direction you came because there's a br- there's a bridge that's lower." So then I was paranoid because I was like, "What are the odds that there's a eleven foot bridge? Like how many eleven foot bridges did I drive under without noticing?" Right. And so I had to download an app called Truck Maps. I didn't have to, but I needed I needed the peace of mind because I was already a little bit overwhelmed and stressed driving right. this big-ass truck for the first time. Right. So this map app, can it, it takes truckers through places. You can put the height of the truck in the app, and it won't take you anywhere where you will hit something. All right. Which is great. And, um, yeah, so... Drove it all the way back to Trumansburg. I was literally the first 20 minutes screaming to myself in the car to try to hype <sighs> up my confidence because I was so paranoid about hitting something because I've never driven anything close to that big. And, like, all over the truck, it said commercial truck. Yeah. It felt like we shouldn't have it. Right. I actually Googled what you need a commercial driver's license for. Because you would need a commercial driver's license for that exact truck if it weighed more. Oh, really? So it's not the size, it's the weight. But also, we filled it up with sh- I don't know. <laughs> we did fill it up. Yeah. So then after your first 20 minutes of screaming. Yep, we made it Yep. to Shermansburg. We pulled it in the driveway. I. Oh, no, we went to my storage unit. We went to the storage unit. Right. Yep. Everything went fine. Yeah. Then I let you drive it for a bit. Yeah. You hit an apple tree. <laughs> I hit an apple tree. And I just heard the... I didn't know I hit an apple tree until you told me. Like, I, I thought I just hit a branch. 
Right. But I heard all of the apples falling on the roof. And I, was like, and I just thought it was like my stuff moving around. <laughs> but I was driving behind and I saw the apples hitting the ground. I think it was probably like the tree grows into the road and probably started to hang once the fruit was growing. And, <laughs> <laughs> and sure enough... Got, got. It was kind of funny seeing apples rolling everywhere. <laughs> Once we got it to my house, we were trying to figure out like how to get it. It was in the driveway. Wait, how did we have it at first? It was in the driveway. Yeah, we just. I just drove it straight in. Yeah, so it was, we had it straight in. We were loading it, and then we wanted to take a break. But there was a new downstairs neighbor who I didn't have contact information for or anything. Didn't know when she would be home, and. I wanted to move the truck out of the way so that she could get down the driveway if she needed to come home. So we tried to back it into my parking spot. Now, hindsight is twenty twenty, But I thought, looking at it, I was like, okay, now, again, hindsight's twenty twenty. Now I understand the length of my Prius plus an extra five feet is not the length of a 26 foot box truck <laughs> i didn't even think about that I like didn't... i have a hard time getting my car out without hitting the trees like uh-huh. i hit the trees with my car every time i hit the trees with the prius because of the like sharp turn all right so we moved our cars out they were in the street and i tried to back it in and like i was i was planning on just like driving over the sidewalk and kind of being on the grass but I misgaged everything about it. There was a wire, first of all. Yeah. There was a wire hanging. It goes from the house to the main... Power line. Power line, yeah. Hit that. That was swinging all crazy. And then I wanted to just pull forward. I don't know. I I was doing like a 900-point turn in the driveway. Understandably. But the more I turned, the more on top of this little scrawny tree i was so that instead of a fence in the front yard there's a tree line with like little scrawny trees and they you know it's summertime they have full foliage right now and so i got so tangled on these (sighs) fucking trees that i asked alexis to go get the fire department (laughs) <laughs> because I live across the street from the fire department. They've never been useful to me before. Also, wait, there was a police officer. Oh my God. Who, he's always there. He Specifically while I was there for the four or five days, that like police officer never moved. They speed trap directly in front of my house. Yeah. So there's usually a cop sitting there. But the second that I got this truck stuck on a tree, the cop was gone. <laughs> They, I didn't even see them leave. Uh-uh. They left before I did it, but I was like, damn, I wish you could be useful to the community right now. Right. And help me get this fucking truck off of this tree. But instead, you went and ran and got... I went... <laughs> I was like, do I knock on the door? Like, what you... Yeah, it's a giant-ass fire station. It houses, like, five trucks. <laughs> so I went over, and um, first of all, there was a sign to do a safe for like a safe baby drop because those are real and apparently they still exist did not know and so you can just leave your baby there i looked it up and it's under 28 days if the baby's under 28 days old mm-hmm. you can leave it at a fire station correct great so there was like a doorbell for it right yeah so there was a sign that was like if you're dropping off a baby 
press this button in an emergency, press this button or call 911. So your, so bu- I- your options were baby drop or emergency button. Right. <laughs> so I hit the baby drop button. <laughs> also, isn't the whole thing that you just like, I mean, there's... I, I well, because he got how... to the door so fast. If you were dropping a baby, he would have caught you. Yeah, exactly. Like in TV shows, they just drop the baby and dip. Yeah. It's like a anonymous, you know? Right. It's an anonymous tip. What do you do? You drop the baby and then like throw a rock at the button. <laughs> right. And then so, run? Yeah. I don't know. But he came up. <laughs> I was like, hey, my friend lives right here. <laughs> you you just see half of the truck on top of a tree from the yeah i was like we need help he's like it's like it's stuck like can you help us get it out and he was like well is the tire spinning and i said i don't know it's just we don't know (laughs) we're on top of a tree we have this truck and he's like all right so he walked he walked over and while we were walking over i was thinking like he probably should have grabbed some tools or something right, like, to, like, cut the tree. That's what we were. That's what I was thinking, was that they right. would have a saw or something. Right. And then when we got... I realized, like, oh, he actually knows how to, like, drive trucks. <laughs> like, yeah. this actually can be helpful, I guess. Right. <laughs> but we walk over, and he's like, well, you gotta get through anyhow. Just do it. Just do it. Just accelerate over this tree. Yeah. Just keep going. So I did. <laughs> I really did. I accelerated over the tree. I had to take time later to pull tree tree leaves and sticks and shit off of the undercarriage of the uh-huh. truck because it, like, it was obvious I ran over a tree. In that you truck. brought a whole tree into the middle of the road. Right, yeah. He had to stop traffic for me to go get the tree. Yes, that's correct. <sighs> and then there's also just like a bunch of tree dangling everywhere <laughs> in that yard now. So that was that part of the loading of the truck we ended up pulling it into the exact same spot we had it before (laughs) but backed in yeah loaded it up harder to load the direction that we had it the second time yeah but (laughs) (laughs) we had you also barely missed what's the like the pipe in the ground yeah i don't know what that is i don't know what it is either there's like a pipe sticking out of the ground you barely missed it and i would not have known like it was simply Uh -uh. luck that i did not hit that yeah we had to, like, bring all of our boxes, like, around it and, like, through the weeds. Yeah, it was terrible. And then not trip on that pipe. And not trip on that pipe every time. Right. So, instead of waiting till the next day, because we were out of things to do, really. Right. I mean, we could have probably packed up more of my apartment, but, like, why? We are both, we both needed in a to state. Leave. Yeah, we, we were... <laughs> also, so we had the truck, we got the truck on the 2nd, and we had to return it by 10 a.m. on the 4th. So we also had a time crunch. And also right. our drive to Pittsburgh is about six hours with the truck. Yeah. Yes. Normally was, a five-hour drive, but with the truck. Right, because the truck, yeah, it's a fucking box truck. <laughs> it just, you have to it, avoid bridges. You have to like, avoid bridges, and you have to, yeah, there's so much about it. That was so much more involved than I expected to have with that move. But we drove that night instead, made it to a truck stop. I like that truck stop. I did too. It was kind of funny because I really, really, really do not think people understand how isolated and small Ithaca is unless you've lived there mm-hmm. or in a similar place. But if you've only lived in a city or a place, you know, like 
I thought Tucson was small growing up. Tucson's substantial. It's not small. Agreed. You don't know how crazy it is to leave Ithaca for the first time in a while and, like, see people and places and bridges and roads and, like, it's Different people. Different people, different professions. Like, literally seeing truckers. (laughs) Literally (laughs) seeing truckers. So we were at the truck stop and I was blown away. Yeah. Because it was also, like... It's been the pandemic. I haven't really been places anyway. Right. But we stopped at this truck stop that had a Denny's in it. And for the first time, I saw one of those signs that says, no one wants to work here. Denny's is closed early because no one wants to work here. And then they had, like, caution tape practically pulled across the front door. It was terrifying. It was so scary. It was so scary. And, yeah, and there was just shenanigans. There was just a bunch of truckers, like, getting coffees yeah. and pizzas and stuff. Yeah. Like, way more excitement than we've seen in months. There's, like, a little Dunkin' Donuts coffee station. Yeah. There Cute. So much coffee stations. Yeah. And I slept in the truck. You slept in your car, because you were following me in your car, thank God. <laughs> we didn't end up needing it for the truck, but, you know, it was helpful. Yeah. It was gave me peace of mind. Um, so I slept in the truck and I was able to sleep on the bench all the way across. Like the bench was longer than my body. That's amazing. I'm like five, eight. (laughs) So yeah. Amazing. Love it. Love the truck life. So the driver's seat is one of, it's like a bus seat. Oh my God. Yeah. So like when you sit on it, it like stays in place. You can't like, you know, push it forward or backward unless you maybe can, but you like get it. You, it seats, it like fits to you. Right. So it looks like it's almost touching the steering wheel, yeah. but then you sit on it and it has like, it has like springs and air in it and it bounces as you drive. It bounces a lot. <laughs> it bounces a lot. It bounces crazy. <laughs> like, I don't even, there might've been a way to change or tighten that up or some shit. Cause I was... I had like my arms stretched all the way out in front of me on this giant steering wheel that like is looser than I'm used to and there's just bounce just so much fucking bounce so when you slept was that part weird like did it feel that that part was kind of weird yeah did you sleep with your head on there no I slept with my feet on there because I couldn't my head it would have been like my shoulder you would have woken up and, like, smacked your face on the steering wheel. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that would have been good. Um, now what do we do from there? We kept going. Yeah, so we spent the night there. We are about halfway. Yep. Then we finished the trip to Pittsburgh in the morning. We were... I was feeling good. Like, the truck stop got me all hyped up. I, yeah, I was so stoked. I was, like, listening to podcasts in the car. It was a beautiful drive. Abs- yes, great drive. We got here at, like, what, 10 a.m.? Yeah. Super reasonable. Yeah. We went and picked up our keys. <laughs> yeah. And this is where... This is where I started, feel like, started feeling like the past was pushing against us. Mm-hmm. Well, actually... No, we... The truck, kind right. of. Getting the, tr- the truck. The truck was the first one. It really felt like we were forcing something to happen that was not meant to happen. <laughs> yeah. Like, we were t- working so hard against the forces to get the fuck out of Ithaca. Right. They did not want us to leave. Like, Ithaca was, like, I feel like they were, like, reaching out their demon hands. Mm-hmm. And we just kept escaping. <laughs> yeah. Then they'd, like, grab us. So, by now, it's like, we figured out the truck. We managed to get there. 
We got our keys. They gave us the wrong keys. They gave us the the keys. The envelope said a different apartment number. And I was like, hey. This is blah, the blah, wrong blah. one. And then they were like looking at all the paperwork. They're like, I'm pretty sure it should be fine. And I said, okay. And then we get back to the apartment. Yep. Doesn't work. Does not work. And so we're thinking. Also, at this point, we hadn't seen the apartment yet. Because we couldn't visit. We couldn't do a walkthrough because of COVID. Mm-hmm. And the people who lived here were supposed to send a video of it. And they never did. And, like, I just, we didn't want to lose the place, so we just signed, basically. Right. We saw a video of a different apartment in the same buildings. Mm -hmm. We saw pictures of it, but still, like, we've seen, we've driven here and seen the building. Right. It could have been fucked up in here. Yeah. It really could have been. Like, we're pretty sure it existed, but, like. Yeah. So we get the wrong keys. Which doesn't feel great. We want to get inside. Uh-huh. We've just driven. We slept overnight at a truck stop. Got I have my it. dog. Yeah, you have your dog. So we're thinking, like, we don't know how long it'll take. Maybe we can start to unload. We, like, unload our stuff and then bring it up when the keys get here or something. Oh. They actually got the keys there really fast. Mm-hmm. And how do I even describe the unload? So I had already learned my lesson about trying to fucking back this truck around. Right. I'd already learned the lesson. So, and I know that it's a big-ass truck. I'm no longer taking that for granted. I've learned. <laughs> there's an option. There, there's, like, the front door of the building. Then there's the whole side of the building. And around back is the parking lot that you can park in. So I was able to park the truck in that little parking lot for a hot second. But the stairs to come in, <sighs> there's two options. There's the front stairs, which... Is again all the way around the building on a road that's actually traveled with like no shoulder or anything and a sign that says no, no parking. parking. So it was like hypothetically, we could put on hazard lights right here and do- drop drop everything at the front door, but but it's also like right off of a freeway too. Right. So yeah, and we live on the third floor. <sighs> We're moving into a third floor apartment. So our options are the front door has stairs that. Uh, they have like a set of stairs and you're at the first apartment then a set of stairs you're at a landing a set of stairs you're at the second apartment set of stairs you're at a landing then another set of stairs you're at our apartment Mm -hmm. so like a fuckload of stairs so many stairs or we were also offered we could walk through the basketball court in the back go up like a fire escape stair and bring things in through the back door which does not have a doorknob and we'd have to like prop it right so, options are bad. <laughs> All of them. All of them are bad. Also, yeah, the fire escape stairs are like, yeah, they're just fire escape stairs. They're so narrow. They're so open. Yeah, you can slip your foot through the front of them. Yeah. And I also, uh, I don't, I realize I don't think I've actually explained my injury right. on this podcast. I've, I mentioned in the intro a few times that my, my bone was broken, but uh-huh. I, fully snapped my foot off my ankle joint four months ago and have an entirely metal ankle now. (laughs) I have, I had a trimalleolar fracture. It is the worst kind of ankle fracture. It's like eight steps above a sprain. I was in a wheelchair. (laughs) 
like i i was completely immobile for two months so i'm recovering from that injury but on top of that being on crutches and not really walking or doing anything for a few months like i don't have muscles i didn't have a calf muscle at all when i first got the boot off like right so i've been i'm not in shape and like my shoulders and spine are messed up from the crutches like I'm fucked up. Right. <laughs> so the thought of it, like the fire escape stairs, worse option for me, even though it's fewer stairs, right. but they're steeper and shittier. And if I slip a foot through them, I'm done. All done. I'm done. Yeah. So we geniusly, expertly unload the 26 foot truck, uh-huh. which by the way, once we got the 26 foot truck, we decided Let's keep my table. Keep the table. Get the armchair. Yeah, let's bring my armchair. Uh-huh. I was gonna. I was literally gonna leave the armchair because why? Right. Why? Well, I've been planning. I've been thinking about how am I gonna move into a third floor apartment with this broken ankle. I've right. had plenty of time to think about that over the past few months. I was planning on buying all my furniture here and either having it delivered or getting it pre-assembled. Right. Because I'm <laughs> just not trying to do that. But instead, we're like, yeah, let's bring a whole dining table with four chairs. Let's bring absolutely everything I own. I didn't get rid of any books or anything. <laughs> like, I was still planning on spending my last couple of days in Shermansburg getting rid of more stuff. And instead, I just didn't because I knew that I would have space for it. We ended up filling the truck one layer, not <laughs> not to the ceiling by any means, but like right. one box or two boxes high. Right. But all the way to the fucking back of the truck. Yeah. Because we needed to like... We didn't want things to move around or anything, so that's why it was, like, the one layer really just about made it to the back. Right, so it's a lot of shit. (laughs) And we put all this shit on the side of the road, on the side of the building, which is also, there's two fucking buildings, and ours was the farther one, so it's on the side of the second building. We put all our stuff there. It took not too long, actually. It didn't take too long, because I was still confident. Yeah, we were both still feeling great. In the in the truck, I was like, "Great, this is gonna be easy peasy." Right, and like we had we had cracked a couple jokes because like I have pink hair, we're both wearing Crocs. They <laughs> just gave us a commercial truck. Like, who gives two people in Crocs a commercial truck? <laughs> right. But we got everything out of the truck, put it at the side of the road, and then the thought was like, now we can park the truck, get it out of the way, and then move everything around to the front and move it up the stairs, maybe all at once, even. Yeah. Just move it. F- yeah, but instead, we start moving shit from the side of the building up to the front street, and that act in itself was exhausting. It was so hot. It was fucking hot. It was the middle of the afternoon. It's like, what, like 200 feet probably. These and buildings all, are big. A lot of our stuff was packed in file boxes? Yeah, like at least half of it. Yeah, so we were just like bringing file boxes, just up yeah and we had some like random loose stuff i have a mattress i have an armchair we have tables yeah like not just the dining table but like end tables yeah you have bins you got like big bins that you packed things in so we're just like trying to figure out how the fuck to make this work and we're trying to keep an eye on our stuff because we just moved here and we're not trying to have all our stuff stolen right which is reasonable right so just moving it all to the front, it all started to go even more downhill than it somehow already was. 
we started to realize just how much stuff there was. Right. And so we, I personally dragged a couple of Alexis huge bins because I noticed they had wheels on them. We didn't have a dolly or anything. Yeah. It's like, okay, we're going to, we're going to take all this (laughs) shit out of the big bins. We're going to use that like a dolly. But the sidewalk in front of the building so fucked up that you either had to take it into the street (laughs) so it was smooth and then drag it up onto the curb or try to go over the sidewalk, which is fucked up. Right. And not, and also it wasn't easier because you're, we are now putting like four times the amount of weight in a bin on two little plastic wheels and dragging it with one arm. And I get to a point where I was like, I need to sit down. <laughs> I am so tired because we we're just trying to get shit to the fucking front door. Yeah, and it we was were take- like, we're going to do this super fast. Blah, blah, blah. We're going to drive. Because, again, at this point, it's the third. So we, it's, cr- it's. we have less than 24 hours to drive oh, back. And I brought tires. <laughs> I brought snow tires. The snow tires and the book of magazines. There's this box of magazines. And yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a box of magazines. It is a fucking normal small box. But magazines are apparently so dense. <laughs> and everything in that box is magazines. So it's not like I, I should have done half magazines, half clothes or something you know anything else but instead i put all my magazines in this one (laughs) box and that box alone was like an iron brick and we would just like so there was like there was like a handful of boxes like that too that were just like surprise you can't lift this yeah so we're lifting shit off the ground to other places on the ground to lift it (laughs) off the ground again a couple feet yeah it was messed up. It was taking us forever just to get it to the front door. And the front door is, like, locked with a call box on it. You have to, like... It's a fucking apartment building. Yeah. You have to open the... Like, what were we supposed to do? We thought we... we I, I don't know why we thought it would be easy. Like, describing it and, like, looking at it, like, it's obviously so much. And at certain points in this, we had stuff... On all sides of the building. (laughs) Like, we had stuff in the, like, all the way from the parking lot behind, all the way up the side of the building that wasn't ours, and then in front of the building, it was just piling and piling and piling. And then there was even, like, random stuff inside the building. Right. We're dragging stuff into the first floor. So we get to a point where, uh, oh, and we're meeting our neighbors as we're doing this. Well, and, okay, so we met a couple people who live in these buildings, which was great, and a couple of them helped us a little bit. Right. But also, like Alexis already said, this is right off of a freeway. So people kept slowing down to like, because they were like, what is this? A junk sale? <laughs> are you doing, are you doing a, <laughs> are you doing trash? Like, if you're getting rid of this stuff, can we have some? Multiple of my boxes didn't even close. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, so, like, we kind of looked like we were having the most crazy yard sale of all time. (laughs) So, like, not even offended people were asking, but people were slowing down and staring because what are these two fucking idiots doing? (laughs) Just dragging shit through the street in Crocs. And I don't even know, what time is it by the time we were giving up? (laughs) By the time we were giving up, it was 
probably around three or four. Yeah. And reminder, I think 11 was more correct. 11 yeah. is when we got the keys. Because when we were unloading the truck and still feeling good, I was like, oh, we'll be done by four. Maybe get some food, take a quick nap, drive because, back. Right, because we still have to drive back because the truck has to be back in New York by At 10 a.m. the next day after we're unloading all this stuff. Uh-huh. So now it's four and I'm like, and I had been thinking, what if we call a mover to just carry the shit up the stairs? Right. And apparently you were thinking that too. Yeah. <laughs> so you start calling everybody. I was calling everyone and they were like, no, we can't. Obviously, I think, I mean, you actually talked to them. There are people who were, who were just busy, but then there were also people who were like, no, our service is, we pick right. it up, drive it. Right. And unload yeah, it. Yeah, and I, I, was, I, I was like, I'll pay for that. Right. I just need someone to get these things upstairs. Hey, if they want, they can pick pick everything up and put it back in the truck and then take it off. Like, Right, if that'll make them feel better. Yeah. If you want to drive it around the block, drop it back off here, great. Fine. But we need someone to bring them upstairs. Like, it's like I just need people to b- help us bring things upstairs. And we were, I was like so sore at that point that I was like, I think this is physically impossible. Yeah, we were like... We physically can't do this. This is not possible. We are, we can't, like, my arms hurt, my back hurts, my legs hurt. <laughs> I was, I have not been that dehydrated since I was a child. <laughs> yeah, straight up. <laughs> like, you get left outside as a kid, and that's, right. yeah, like, this was <laughs> insane. And we didn't really eat. No. We ate at Did the you, truck stop. Yeah, I had, like, a donut at the truck stop. Yeah. And we didn't have and as much to, water as we could have. I also, at the truck stop, their coffees were, like, 50 ounces. <laughs> they were the <laughs> biggest coffees. So, and we, I drank all of it. Yeah, same. Well, because we were just stoked. We were getting out of there. We got our Dang, big coffee. I spent the night at the truck stop. Yeah, good times. Yeah. No, wrong. So wrong. wrong. Running on just truck stop coffee. And, yeah, so we were, we took a seat. And we were just staring at our stuff. We It was all in the front of the building by this point. You were, like, sitting on the stairs, and I was, like, sitting outside. But I didn't even know if we could get it all to the front of the building. If our neighbor hadn't come and helped, it would have not done it for me. Oh, yeah. Because we still had to move the mattress and stuff from the side, and it was, like, looking at it was so painful. It was really upsetting. Yeah. I also had this tote with every one of my (laughs) kitchen supplies. Metal. (laughs) Just full of metal. Pots and pans and everything. Yep. And it was so... It was like a 50-gallon tote <laughs> filled to the brim. So, like, yeah, so that was still sitting over there, and it was like, what the fuck? But then, yeah, again, neighbor cannot think enough. Just started picking shit up and moving it around the side. Yeah, it, we made a really weird, a really bad first impression. Yeah, probably bad, I would say. Like, I wish I could so just hard say... to, like, be helpful and nice, and then we just look like idiots. Yeah, like, she was trying to make small talk a little bit, and I felt bad because I was in my rawest <laughs> animal state. <laughs> Just so sweaty and nasty and angry and sad. <laughs> and, yeah, so we took a seat. We downloaded TaskRabbit. At this point, my data, <laughs> I've used, I literally used the majority of my month's data in the first three days of this month. Because <laughs> we're downloading apps. To get somebody, we were looking at every possible option on TaskRabbit for somebody to just come move these fucking boxes. Yeah, this was the most, like, Gen Z thing I've ever done. Just, just like, we're I done. can't do it. 
I need an app. Yep, there's got to be an app or someone else could do it. So download the app and find one exactly one person who had set their availability so that you could contact them same day. We contacted her and we were waiting for her to reply and she was going to be able to come at like 7:30 p.m., which was fine. We were yeah, both we were willing just gonna to take sit. a nap. Yeah, we were <laughs> like we'll just like watch the stuff in the street, maybe get food. Yeah. Because this is we can't do this. Yeah. But then a man who lived across the street, lives across the street, came over. Smoking a cigarette. <laughs> he was like, do you guys need need a hand? And we said, sure. If you'd like to. If you if want you to. If you want to. Sure. Mm-hmm. Realistically, this man's age is between 60 and 70. And he was smoking a cigarette, which you're allowed to do at any age, but, you know, he's offering to do labor. So, just, I I already had mixed feelings about his uh, physical ability to help us out. It felt like a kind gesture, and I was... But I felt weird about it. I felt weird about it. But, this man kicks into high gear, and... (laughs) All, all of a sudden, we are hauling shit up these stairs because I cannot be outdone by this guy. Like, I feel so bad. Like, also, we already talked about this. We can't just sit there yeah. while this guy... Like, he was <laughs> he was offering to help us, not do it for us. Right. So we're like, okay, fuck, we gotta do it. So then, like, I'm in the top of the landing, you're at the bottom, yeah. maybe. He's in the middle, and he is sweating. He's working harder than we worked all fucking day. <laughs> And he is moving and moving and moving our stuff, and we we started we started getting it into the apartment up yeah. all of those freaking stairs. And he was like, "You need to get this off the street before the sun sets. That needs to be yeah. your goal." So he helped us for hours. Yeah, he helped us for so long. I couldn't believe he was still there like the whole time. Yeah, he saved our asses really. Yeah, we were we not going to do it. Someone to tell us. <laughs> right, just do it. Just yeah. do it. And also, I kind of needed the visual illustration of, like, you're just going to sweat and pant yeah, and drink water, and you're just going to do it until it's done. Yeah. And, yeah, so we got we got most of it in. We got all of it inside, at least, and left some stuff on some of the landings because yeah. <laughs> we were <laughs> so tired. <laughs> <laughs> but we got everything inside. We got some food. I literally needed help off the ground because my back hurt so bad. <laughs> And did we take a nap? No, we just like sat. Yeah, for a we second. just like sat, ordered food, went to CVS, got Gatorade. Oh yeah, got some Pedialyte, got some cold water. Oh, love best water uh, I ever tasted. Icy hot. Oh, we got some icy hot. <laughs> yep, some patches and some balm. Yeah, yeah. We're like, all right, we're gonna do this, and then we got the rest of the stuff up the stairs, and we were ready. <sighs> To we, go back to New York. <laughs> yeah, at this point, by the time we... Because we ate pretty late. Mm-hmm. Also, Tax Rabbit... Task Rabbit... Uh, fell through. Fell through. Yeah. No, she she didn't end up accepting the task. Yeah. Which turned out to be kind of fun, because by, yeah, the, I mean, by the time she would have been there, like it wouldn't have been really worth her coming out. Yeah. But I think both of us still would have taken the help at that time. Yeah. Yeah, so by the time we were, like, done, done. It was pretty late. Right. It was like, it's like, do we, we were trying to figure out, do we sleep here at all? 
yeah. like take a nap do we sleep here for any i didn't know what to do yeah we were both running on like a mix of adrenaline but also like whatever the opposite of oh, adrenaline right. is <laughs> fatigue yeah it was messed up yeah they were like all right fuck it drive tonight yeah we like took a break for like an hour like just to just, cool down. Yeah, we just, like, needed to cool Every down. Every cell in my body was trying to explode. I just laid flat on the floor. Like, yeah. <laughs> so, for, like, an hour, like, I knew I couldn't sleep. I assumed you couldn't either. I thought I could, but I did just... try to lay down and take a nap, and, like, my timer went off after 20 minutes, and I hadn't yeah. slept at all. So then, <laughs> we were like, all right, let's go. Back to New York. At this point, it's like 10.30. Yeah. Yep. And then we can't find the key. Oh, my God. That's right. And <laughs> earlier in the day, when I was starting to freak out about my physical abilities, I needed to get my brace out of the truck. Uh-huh. My ankle brace out of the truck. Couldn't find the key then either. Right. And it turns out I just set it down in some random room in our apartment. Yeah. Also, this apartment... Huge. It's huge. <laughs> Anything could be anywhere. Yeah. Like, we're gonna lose so much stuff. So much stuff. But on the day, you know, this is like, so we are fatigued as fuck. I already lost the key once, and when I lost it the first time, I thought, I really need to keep track of this key. I thought I had stuck it in the mailbox, because I had kept my phone in the mailbox all day. I was picturing, like, did I slip it into, into like, a bag or a box to keep it safe so right. I wouldn't drop it? <laughs> But there's every bag and box. And so I'm like, we need to go. And there's not time. Like, if like I, we're actually at crunch time at this point. Yeah. like Because like, we knew we weren't going to be able to do a straight shot. Mm-mm. We were just going to get as far as we could. And like, we're actually like running out of time now. Right. So in my head, I was like, what do you even do if you don't have a key for this? Like, like... Worst case scenario, if we don't find it, I feel like we're waiting till the next day to be able to contact Enterprise or whatever, because it's so late at night. I think we could have called Roadside. Yeah, but then would they make a new key? That's true. And it wasn't in the truck. Right. It wasn't in the truck. We just didn't know where it was. So I, I'm freaking out. I got... (laughs) I go, I went outside and I was just walking around the block looking just looking at the ground yeah and i was peeking out the window and the truck was still there yeah it's not like someone stole the truck right or or, you know or if someone picked up the key they weren't you know but like oh my god i was freaking out and then you found it (laughs) i did find it uh so you had swept all the stairs oh Oh. i we left out a critical detail about what (laughs) one of the things we packed Alexis, living in Ithaca, got the biggest beanbag chair of all time. <laughs> and I don't know if you would have gotten rid of it. I didn't want you to get rid of it because you right. just got it and it's cool. <laughs> and I'm about to live with you. And I was like, I kind of want to live with the beanbag chair too. But it's huge and it's heavy. And so I emptied it halfway out. Mm-hmm. But emptying it halfway out meant literally eight full 30 gallon garbage bags of foam it's and it's like scrap foam it's shredded it's all kinds of different colors it's literally scrap (laughs) foam it's from other things that they have made they take the they must just take the foam and put it in these beanbag chairs (laughs) and so 
eight garbage bags <laughs> full of foam and they rip the walls going up the staircase are stucco for some reason uh-huh. and so on top of the fact that pretty much all of them were already ripped from going in and out of your apartment yeah. and mine in Ithaca like they could also stick to the stucco and rip so there's foam all the way up and down the stairs so I was like I need to sweep this like we already just took up this entire block all day we just, we just like sat on the landings and like right like we really made our presence known the least I can do is sweep up this foam and not leave the staircase wrecked apparently at some point I swept up the key and threw it away <laughs> That's how I kept it safe. I was we did, delirious. We did find it. And you checked the trash, finally. I checked the trash. Because I was like, what do we, like, do we have to start opening all the boxes? Like, what do we, what do we do? And then I was like, trying to find any, like, little last place it could be. Right. The trash. It was in the trash. So we've, we So don't... now it's like 11. <laughs> 30. <laughs> I was only able to drive for an hour before I was sleepy as fuck. Yeah. And I was not willing to risk driving that truck sleepy. <laughs> we slept at the worst gas station. That the, was the weirdest gas station I've ever been in. It was called Martin. Of. You didn't go inside, right? No. It was the weirdest gas station I've ever been inside of in my entire life. They had a bunch of trucks, like truckers parked there. That was what the truck app indicates where... There's 24-hour parking available, so you can sleep in the truck. Uh-huh. And it said to go to this place. And since I was thinking it led us to the Flying J, where there was right. sufficient places to sleep, <clears throat> to sleep, I was like, okay, this place will have a good, pl- good place to sleep. But instead, it had floodlights. <laughs> and on top of that, despite a sign that clearly said no idling, the truck next to me was idling overnight. <laughs> so. Okay. Also, we only were able to sleep for, like, an hour and a half, two hours. Right, because we were there at 1 a.m. Yeah. And so we were still five hours away. So we had to leave by 5 a.m. at the latest. Right. In order to get to Enterprise at 10 a.m. Right. While I'm driving this fucking truck. So I think it was, might have been closer to, like, two yeah. Because, like, we literally only slept there for, like, two hours. Yep. <laughs> With the floodlights. Oh, man. This story seems so long, but we're still getting to the good part. <laughs> okay, wait, but the inside of this gas station, when you walk in, to your left are those, like, gambling arcade machines. Mm-hmm. And then to the right is just, like, cigar wraps and, like, swishers and stuff. <laughs> just, like, out. Like I Not just, behind the counter. No. <laughs> and then, literally, like, in the little goody things where they put, like, phone chargers or whatever mm-hmm. by the counter, they had jewels. <laughs> just out? Yeah. What the... And just the grossest alcohol selection. They had, like, Long Island iced tea tall boys. <laughs> the weirdest gas station I've ever been into. Yeah. Oh, and... I couldn't even figure out if I could park there. And then once I decided I could park there, I couldn't figure out how to reverse the... I I knew how to reverse the van Uh or the truck, but there was, like, one truck's width that I was reversing into. And so I was getting nervous, and, like, random-ass dude is like, okay, who are these idiots? Help me back in. Great. That was actually a kind of useful thing about (sighs) being a girl. 
is that they no is stuff, people they helped me with the truck right like i think that toxic masculinity would not have benefited any men in my That's position true. who had never driven a truck either but i right. don't think that people would have been inclined to be like you clearly to go need help. help them right yeah i agree i think if you see someone having trouble reversing regardless of if their hair is pink you should probably go try to help them <laughs> but you know got a lot of help back on the road but 30 yep i don't even remember that part of the drive at all me either we prepaid a tank of gas oh gosh and <laughs> oh man you were at like what when we left like a quarter when we left here yeah no or when that... we left the truck stop uh yes i think so we did not have time really to stop. Like, we like genuinely needed to go. Right. Just, like, just go straight. There. I think putting, yeah. And it was like, we pay, we prepaid a tank of gas. So we were expected to leave it on empty. So I didn't really want to fill this very expensive to fill 70 yeah. gallon diesel tank that we already filled once because we needed two tanks. Like right. the, the first tank. And then, yeah. Yeah. And so by the time we were back in town, <laughs> The last, like, 25 minutes of the drive, the truck was dinging at me to put gas in it. And I could see that we were, like, less than 30 minutes away. And I was like, I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, what are you going to stop and put in a gallon? Right. I don't know. I don't know how many. No. I can't even estimate. With my own car, I could say, this will get me 20 minutes. But right. with this, it's like, what do I What do I need? It's a 70-gallon <laughs> tank. If I fill it a 16th of the way, that's still. Yeah. Uh, multiple gallons <laughs> <laughs> rolled up to enterprise at like what ten twenty? yeah just about yeah and i was kind of thinking maybe they They'll would give us slide. a hard time yeah but also i was yeah. thinking they'd probably let it slide because my thought was they would need it back at 10 for someone else to drive it right so like if they had to wait 20 minutes that's not the end of the world that's also, not I'm, worth well, charging I'm pretty us. sure they like wash it and stuff before right so i don't think that they would have someone set up to pick up at 10 you know that's a good point and they needed to wash that truck they sure did <laughs> but we got there and i go to the front to return the key and it said out of office <laughs> they weren't even there so i got to do the little key drop nobody said anything to me we didn't have to see if they noticed any leaves sticking out of the the van yep didn't have to talk nope yep so that that part of the trip was done finally yeah. i was so relieved i truck was out of our hands driving that truck for like 12 hours i kind of like driving the big trucks like i would do it for a job right but a job would train you <laughs> a job would train you a job would train you and also like it's not like i have to be here at like obviously like there's deadlines and stuff but it's just different you know you wouldn't be unloading the truck and and also bringing it up three flights of stairs and then have to drive it for 10 hours it was exhilarating like it really was it was it's hard to fall asleep at the wheel at one of those because of the bouncy seat and stuff yeah but like driving it back my arms were so sore from carrying stuff that like managing (laughs) the steering wheel was painful i couldn't relax the way you can in a car regular car and like put one hand or whatever like i needed both hands on the steering wheel yeah and then it was just you, me, and Vienna headed back to pick up my cat. Yep. Because we were so excited about the new apartment. Right. Want 
just ready to go. Yeah, and in my original plan, I was thinking I would end up back in Shermansburg. I would clean it out then, stay for a couple days, whatever, say bye to people. But it was your birthday, and I wanted to be here uh-huh. just to set up the apartment and to be here for your birthday. Right. And my cat, I wanted my cat to come. Yeah. So you guessed it, <laughs> listeners at home. We drove back to Pittsburgh. That night. Yes, that afternoon. Yeah, that afternoon. It I fun. took a fat nap. You yeah. went for a walk. I ended up sticking around my apartment for like an extra hour to like pack up some more stuff. And you took off because like it doesn't matter. Right. We don't need to travel together. <laughs> right. We didn't need to follow each other anymore. Right. So, probably should have said this at the beginning, because I also had this thought, when we're picking up the truck to begin with, Alexis drove my Prius to pick up the truck, and there's been a little jokesy with myself about how one of my tires has a bubble in it, (laughs) and I was like, okay, if the Prius can make it to pick up the truck, and Alexis can drive it back, I feel like the tire's probably fine, I do want to get the tire fixed ASAP, but like... We can do it there. You can do it there. And I've been putting air in it, and it seems to hold air well enough, but it yeah. does lose air. So I don't know what the fuck happened. <laughs> but <laughs> Just that one tire. Yeah, just, it was, it's the front right, right tire mm-hmm. was kind of fucky. So I was driving, Alexis was like an hour ahead of me, maybe more even, because yeah. you were probably driving faster than me. I was listening to podcasts. It was getting dark. I had my cat in the car and some cactuses. <laughs> and my car started fishtailing <sighs> on the highway. And I thought, that's weird. <laughs> but I'm not that far away. Right. It wasn't too, too bad. It wasn't fishtailing fish. It was like I felt it on some turns. Yeah. And, um,. Yep, and then I thought about my tire, and I turned off my podcast, and I was listening, and I was like, does it sound like it's blown out? And it didn't. It sounded kind of fine. And then, a couple minutes later, there were sparks, and it smelled like tire explosion. And my cat is in the car. (laughs) And I was really trying to get back to Pittsburgh because I've never driven with my cat in the car for any length of time. Five hours in the car. I didn't know if she could do it. She can. She's fine. She's a cat. But I didn't know. And the internet said, like, stop every two hours to feed your cat or to, like, let her pee or something. But, like, no. I asked somebody else who was driven with the cat and they said that they, it's fine. So... There's that, but I did need to get home. And so, like, the tire... <sighs> Once I pulled over, I got out. I looked at my front right tire. Were you, like, on the highway, or were you able to, like, pull into a place? On the highway. <laughs> Fully on the highway. Front right tire's fine. So I look at the back tires. <laughs> Both back tires are flat. One's flat and one is exploded. <laughs> was it like the thing where like the tires on the side of the road? Did you do that? No, it was. I thought if I had tried to keep driving for another like hundred feet, that would have happened. It would have stripped off. Yeah. But instead it just exploded and I pulled over right away. 
I don't, I have no clue. I had no idea that the back tires were fucked up. But I think part of it is that my, like, tire gauge was already on so much because of the front tire. Yeah. That I didn't even think it could be indicating a different tire. So I probably needed air in all four. Right. Well, actually, I did need air in all four. (laughs) I put air in all four one, okay, wait, back up. So I call roadside assistance. I'm in the middle of fucking Pennsylvania. I'm like (laughs) two hours outside of Pittsburgh at this point. These two random, like, Pennsylvania teenagers, practically, maybe early 20s, in like, they're basically Florida Georgia line dress (laughs) they were like dressed as if they were about to go to a party show up in a beater car i called a tow truck because both of my back tires were broken but they were like we can't get a tow truck till tomorrow and i was like well i have a cat in the car so i don't know and then i called you because i was like i have a cat i didn't know if i was gonna have to stay in that little town overnight right turns out they were able to change the one tire and then i just like drove 10 miles per hour on the side of the freeway on the fl- other flat until i got to a sheets and put air in the other tire and the donut was also flat <laughs> your donut looked so sad the donut was also flat and you also had to get your your donut out from all of your stuff yeah the donuts under the trunk in the hatchback and i had boxes and cactus in there when i moved to new york i drove from arizona and I had all of my stuff in my car, and I was so worried I was going to have to, like, change a tire, because I was going to have to unpack my entire car. Yeah. That was funny. I liked that. That was a surprise, because... Didn't because see that one coming. At this, point, at this point, it was like, I was aware that everything that can go wrong will go wrong. Right. This timeline, if we're going to make this timeline happen, <laughs> if we're going to save JFK... And move to Pittsburgh and have a nice time in a city. <laughs> right. We were going to have to really make it happen. I already felt like everything that can go wrong will go wrong. <laughs> I did not see the back tires coming. I <laughs> I really didn't. You had made a joke to me when I left. Like, yeah, we don't. it's not like we need to follow each other Right. Anymore. I was like, yeah. I was like, do you want a caravan? And you were like, no. And I wasn't serious. Yeah. And it turns out you ended up coming back because <laughs> I was driving now on a donut with a cat in the car. If something happened to the donut or to one of my other tires going forward, I was going to be so fucking boned. And it was right. dark. It was dark. It was like... So you came back and you followed me <laughs> and I went 50 miles an hour. The It was literally an hour and a half outside Pittsburgh. It took like three hours, it felt like. Yeah. It It was the longest part of the entire trip. It somehow was. I had to stop myself from looking at my odometer. Because I kept being like, oh, I've gone two more miles since the last time I've looked at it. Oh, I'm glad I didn't do that. I was like, yeah, I had to straight up like put up my hand and stop looking (laughs) at it. I told myself I was allowed to look at every three songs. That's horrible. But hey... You made it. And your cat made it. And my cat made it. I can't believe your car made it. (laughs) (laughs) My car made it. And the next day, thanks to courtesy of living in an actual place, I was able to just go to an auto shop and get new tires. Yeah. And the people there were so nice. Hung out for a while and they got pizza and shared it with me. Were there other people there? No, no other customers. (laughs) No, yeah, no. There's been. I'm so excited to just see 
people. I am too. You got a job? I got a job. You got a job? I pretty much have a job. You have a job. I basically have a job. We all have jobs. Yeah. It's also nice because there's like, like we live like in a neighborhoody part, Mm -hmm. but like it's so easy to just go out and like be in a downtown place with like like when we needed Gatorade the other day even too (laughs) yeah you can just go to CVS yeah thank god (laughs) that's CVS already a lifesaver already a life life (laughs) lifesaver one thing I thought would be hard to cultivate here is the friendships in the community that Uh is so easy to do in Ithaca right but literally the first day we had people helping us out yeah constantly and like the next day i'm eating pizza with the guy at the auto shop like <laughs> right like you can have community in a big city yeah. yeah and it doesn't have to be hard uh-uh yeah and you don't have to drive stamp of an approval. hour and a half away yeah. for the most exciting thing in the last two years to just to go to the mall we got vaccinated in a giant empty fairground <laughs> So that we could go to the mall afterwards. In, like, the livestock thing. Straight up. Like, in the 4-H building. And I was in a wheelchair. And then we were (laughs) stoked. They were like, well, when we first signed up for our vaccinations, they were just kind of getting to upstate New York. Mm -hmm. So there was only a few options. And we had to do it, like, a few months in advance, a couple months in advance. Yeah. And uh, when it got closer, like... They started opening up more, and, like, they had vaccines in our town. Right. And we were like, we were like no, we already we're scheduled. going to the mall. <laughs> we gotta go to that mall. And that was exciting. That was fun. That was a great day. But it says something that, the that the, like, the, the way to have fun in the way that you and I like to have fun involves driving an hour and a half to go to a mall. Remember when they opened up the Trader Joe's? Yeah. That was exhilarating. Absolute thrilling. <laughs> Other than that, we went to a couple of fun bars for your birthday. <laughs> we did go to a couple of fun bars for my birthday. One of them had sand on the floor, like a beach. <laughs> I think literally my favorite part about that is that we weren't trying to go there. No. Like, we intentionally went to this bar where you can smoke inside because right. that's a novelty in 2021. Right. And it sure was. It sure. It was the. Yeah, I felt like I was. Like you said, in a different dimension. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. It was dark. They had the greatest music playing of all time. Greatest music. Cigarette vending machine. Jukebox. They had a little Pac-Man thing. Yeah. Amazing. Really felt like not in this decade. Yeah. Not even in this century. (sighs) Whew. But then the sand on the floor bar was like, we were just looking for another bar to go because we were looking for places to dance. And this random bar we walked into, the entire floor was beach sand. But it wasn't beach themed. It wasn't a beach themed bar, and like it's not like the bartenders were wearing like uh, lays or anything. Right, like, there was nothing. <laughs> there was no coconut bras. There was no coconut bras. I have no idea why. There was like black lights and stuff. Yeah, it like when it walked in, I thought it was gonna be like some like techno dance club. Yeah, which was great. And it kind of was. It but... kind of it was. The bl- lighting was like. Walking into the back of a Spencer's or something, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, there was just beat, there was just sand on the floor. Yeah, I guess I don't know how we could do a fuck Mary kill for this episode. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot about that. Okay, 
A 26-foot box truck. Okay. Jake Amberson. Who's oh, uh, the guy that James Franco plays. In 11-22-63. And the third, that truck stop with the floodlights. I'm killing that one. <laughs> that was my first thought. <laughs> Wait, so it's truck? Mm-hmm. James Franco as in, in that show. Uh-huh. Specifically his character. Because right. James Franco, kind of gnarly. This character... Super gnarly. <laughs> um, also, for anyone who's a fan of my art Instagram account, you might recognize the last name Amberson, but we don't have to talk about it. Oh, is that really? Yep. Huh. Embarrassing. Now that I know that I hate that character, I don't know what to do anymore. I, <laughs> I literally took his last name. I love. I've seen that. This is, I think, the eighth time I've watched that show all the way through. Really? Yeah. And mostly, it's in the same situation where it's like I have somebody I want to see it, and then yeah. I watch. It's a it's a mini series. It's eight episodes, so right. it's pretty easy to get through. Um, options are truck, Jake Amberson, floodlight truck stop. Uh, actually, I'm going to marry the floodlight truck. Or no, 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 no. Fuck the floodlight. Oh God, yeah. I'm going to fuck the floodlight truck stop because again, the inside was just crazy. <laughs> it's just like kind of a wild ride. Yeah. Um, probably marry the truck and kill Jake Amberson. <clears throat> I'm also going to marry the truck. Reliable, runs on diesel, spacious. Could live in that truck. You could. And I did like the truck. Right. It was the stress of driving it in a city I've never really driven in. Right. Like, and when you're on the highway, great time. Yeah, absolutely. And it was honestly fun. It made me feel alive. <laughs> <laughs> Marrying the truck. Um, killing the floodlight truck stop That's because true. I was so uncomfortable. And both my arms were dead, and I woke up with an icy hot patch stuck to my body. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then I'm going to fuck Jake Amberson because it's just pretty much my M.O. In life. That's right. Yeah.